Today on BPN The Finch, we discuss Invincibles. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of BPN The Finch. The, the only podcast that knows judo, as in judo, who you're listening to right now. <laughs> it's so good <laughs> to be here with you, Fence. What's up, man? How was hey. Thanksgiving, bro? Oh, it was great, dude. I ate a bunch of food and uh, watched some football and fell asleep barely earlier. Got fatter? <laughs> of course. What time did you fall asleep? Oh, I did, like 10 o'clock. 10? That's early oh. for me, man. Dang. I fell asleep. I seriously, yeah, I fell asleep sitting up too. I think it, I think it might have been about eight. Oh, that's early. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, I was. No, no, maybe no, maybe about nine. I don't know. I'm old. I'm falling apart. Oh, but, but I also did watch the Good Burger too the night before. So that was, I didn't watch Good Burger too. Is it, was it worth it? It's good. It's cool. Okay. Is it is it podcast worthy? Mm, if you like nostalgia, yeah. Okay, maybe maybe we'll do a little tic tac. Do, do a little <laughs> tic tac. Maybe yeah. I I do, All right. I do have to watch. It. I had it on the calendar, so so we'll, we'll have to watch it, man. But yeah. but what are we I've, talking uh, today? Well, what are we talking today? You know, after after a meal like that, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little invincible. Dun dun dun. dun, dun. I don't know about you, Finch, but I really love this show. Like, I went in blind. Like, I knew about the comic. Like, I knew it existed. I knew it was it was made by Robert Kirkman, the guy that did Walking Dead. Like, I knew very little about it. But, like, I'm glad that I'm going in blind. Mm-hmm. Because the comic book nerd, I know so much about Marvel, DC, and, like, and a good bit about Image. But, but I've never read Invincible. Like, Walking Dead stuff, I knew all that. But like going in blind to this and not knowing kind of like what to suspect and what's going to come, it's made this show more enjoyable. More, I can't even talk. Enjoy the enjoyable. <laughs> enjoyable, yes. Enjoyable. Is that right? Did I say it right? Yeah, absolutely. Carry the one. I don't know. <laughs> but but like going in blind has made it great. And like I told you that I have this golden rule. Some people think it's crazy, but I made a golden rule that like after the BVS trailers where they showed Doomsday and stuff that I would only from that day forward watch teaser trailers, like original trailers. Not even the first one. Just Just the first one. The first original trailer, the teaser. That's all I watch. So what if the teaser is only like 15 seconds, like with the title, like. You will be blown away, and boom, and then it coming in. So the I need. Damn. So I need. <laughs> you miss everything, man. No, it's good because because no, I'm so sorry. I I correct my correct myself. It's been since Infinity War mm, because yeah. because in Infinity War, Disney did that crap where they showed Hulk running on Wakanda with the yeah. rest of the Avengers, yeah. and then in that movie he gets his ass whooped in the beginning. <laughs> they ruined my boy. But that's a whole podcast on its own that yeah. I do want to do. 
I do want to do that podcast so that I could basically bitch for an hour. (laughs) (laughs) But like, but since then when he wasn't even the freaking movie and they did that, I just, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it because, and it makes it is made the movie experience better for me. So going into invincible blind has made it even better. Um, Hey, I'll, I'll say I, I was blind to it too, man. It's actually not very many shows or movies or whatever do this to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I, like I showed you, um, I went into it blind, fell in love with the series. And I was like, I need to go find out about this. Cause so many people would talk about like what happens in the comics and what happens in the comics and like how pretty accurate the show is to the comics. God bless um, it. I mean, it does change a, quite a few things, but Take that MCU. (laughs) I went out and actually bought some some stories, obviously out of order and stuff. But yeah, dude, I I was excited and I was telling everybody, get on it, get on it, watch Invincible. It's so good. Uh, Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. It might have been Brandon, our boy Brandon, that was like, you gotta watch Invincible. So, um, but I'm glad I have. Yeah. So. For the listeners that do not know what Invincible is, that have no idea what it is, just a short five-cent origin for you, basically. So Invincible is a coming-of-age superhero comic, now a show that's on Amazon Prime, about a kid named Mark Grayson, who is the son of the most powerful superhero on Earth. Uh, It was written from uh, 2003 to 2018 by Robert Kirkman, the guy that created The Walking Dead. He actually created uh, Invincible before The Walking Dead. And it was so successful of a comic that Paramount was supposed to make it a live-action film, but they didn't do anything with it. The rights went back to Robert Kirkman, and he sold it to Amazon and made it into an animated show in 2021. And it is freaking awesome. So let's go over and recap season one, shall we? Sure. So for anybody uh, listening now, still, God bless you. We appreciate you. <laughs> but now, spoilers. Okay. Well, I'm so sorry. These are, these, this right here is non spoilers, basically who the cast are. Okay. Non spoilers. Well, slight spoilers. Okay. So run down the cast before we do the full recap. Uh, your main character is Marcus Sebastian Mark Grayson. He is invincible in a superhero identity. He is voiced by Steven Yen, who played uh, Glenn, Glenn, the pizza guy on Walking Dead. Um, Steven Yen is awesome. He's actually, it was just announced recently that he he might play Sentry mm-hmm. in Thunderbolts. And if you don't know who Sentry is, look it up. <laughs> uh, shout out to Variant Comics or Comics Explained. Uh, look up who Sentry is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, huge potential there. And then we have uh, Debbie Grayson, who plays Mark's mom and uh, the biggest superhero in the world's wife. Uh, she's a real estate agent, and after some things come to light, she goes into a deep depression, which we'll talk about in a bit. She's voiced by the amazing Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O. Oh. Who knows Sandra O? Oh, but I can't. What, what was Sandra O? Oh? Well, I, she was in that one show, um, Killing Eve. Killing Eve. And she was, I believe she was in Grey's Anatomy. 
Oh, that okay. That's Andrew. Okay, my yeah. wife's watching Grey's Anatomy right now. <laughs> okay, she's like, I used to watch this back in the day, and now I just want to watch it again. I was like, You do you, girl. You know, you good. Uh, yeah. Okay, I do know exactly who Sandro is then. Um, so there's Debbie, and then there is Nolan Grayson. Yeah, Omni Man. I love this character. Who's he voiced <laughs> by? Come on. What's that? Who's he voiced, voiced by? Jay Jonah Jameson. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> or J.K. Simmons. Like, I saw, so I saw an interview. You might have sent it to me. And it was it was something they interviewed him uh, uh, Kirkman or whoever and said so you just like make your character purposely look like J.K. Simmons <laughs> or whatever or like every person that J.K. Simmons is going to voice or play they just make him look like J.K. Simmons <laughs> right yeah like, like J. Joe Jameson and then Omni Man um, freaking love Omni Man so Omni Man is Mark's father Debbie's husband he is an alien from the planet Votrum did I say that right Votrum yeah uh he's a superpowered alien he's basically uh he's basically superman yeah with like a crypt- little bit of Kryptonian. goku here it's kind of well maybe not goku but well goku and superman are basically the same so. they are they are the freaking same you're right <laughs> um so he's from alien and race known as the viltrumites uh omni man's parents died when he was young and he joined the Viltrum Empire's intergalactic expansion several thousand years ago. And he arrived on Earth about 20 years before the show started. He started a family. He's the most powerful superhero on the planet. And his civilian identity is basically a rich writer. And he's like Superman. He okay. writes like science fiction. Yeah, like science fiction or uh some of my uh, some of my notes I found said like he was like a travel writer or something like traveling the world, but I see science fiction, so I don't know what the heck he's talking about. Well, the yeah the the books he writes are kind of like based off of himself, you know, and his stories. So see, that's yeah. the way you do it. Um, other characters, what you know, right? Right? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> that's why we have this podcast. That's what we do. Um. Other characters are Samantha Eve or Sam Wilkins. Her superhero identity is Adam Eve. She's voiced by Jillian Jacobs as a teen. Uh, Isn't that Nebula from? No, is it? No, that's um Karen Gillian. Oh, uh, sorry. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I know who she is. Yeah. Um, she's from Community. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, as a teen. Yeah, as a teen. Yeah. Jaslyn Ione as a preteen and Aria Kane as a child. So she's a, she's a pretty big character. She basically has the power to manipulate matter uh, to kind of make whatever she wants. Uh, she has a cool name, Adam Eve. And then there is William Francis Clockwell, who is Mark's best friend and he's basically just a civilian. Um, and then there's an organization called the Global Defense Agency. Or the GDA, it's basically Shield, to put <laughs> the, the easiest way. Yeah, uh, and it's led by or Game Cadmus or Cadmus. Yeah, Cadmus works. Cadmus. Uh, I, uh, in a lot of ways, I think it's more Shield than Cadmus. Mm. Though, I mean, but, when you when you think, okay, this is a little, you know, getting into. I mean, a lot of the the heroes that they form, at least the Guardians of the Globe, resemble more of like DC characters. So. That's why I would say it, but yeah, shield for sure. Okay, so you're feeling more um 
what the heck? DEO or whatever. Uh, no, D-E-O. no, no. More no Cadmus, you're right. Cadmus, checkmate. Um checkmate. I'll go with checkmate. I'll yeah. take with checkmate. Checkmate's a good side. DEO. Isn't is that from Superman? That's Supergirl. Okay, yeah. You could say DEO. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. have good intentions to protect the earth, basically. I would say checkmate. Because Shemek was led by Alan Scott and you know, like Green Lantern stuff and and well then I just think Amanda Waller compared to like Cecil and stuff. You know, like works with the yeah. heroes when needs to, but you know, well, check me. But I guess that could like, be, I guess that could be shield too. Like Nick Fury does his own thing. So now you have me wondering what the hell the, would be the DC equivalent of shield. Now I'm wondering, I'm pretty sure it'd be checkmate or cap. I would say continue, yeah, continue, yeah, well, continue, well, well, continue, continue. So C- there's a Cecil dude and he could teleport and he runs it. And then there is his assistant, who's basically, um, uh, what the heck's his name? Agent, uh, the, 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 the agent that dies, Agent Coulson. Basically, his Agent Coulson is a guy named Donald uh, Ferguson. And then we have the superior team, the Guardians of the Globe. And, uh, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that team. Okay. So... Going through this cast here. We'll go through it. Okay. So, how does this show start? How does this show go? Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. All right. So, I'm going to... Uh, so, how about we do this? Like, just going to like run down the episodes? or So, in season one, I'm just like... Let's just sum it up really, really fast, basically. Uh, you might be better at this than me. Because your uh, memories, your memory's better. I'm old, I'm older than you. I'm fading away. Okay, so I know the show starts out with uh, we meet the, the Mueller twins. The Mueller twins. These care. I like these guys. Yeah, the clones, uh, or one's a clone. Uh, so the Mueller twins, they're um, they're they're clones. These two big blue clone guys who um, are really smart. They're very intelligent, and obviously they can keep making clones of themselves. Um, they're basically attacking the White House. Um, then the Guardians of the Globe show up. Uh, did you run through the Guardians of the Globe cast, like the characters? Um, we the original we'll that on the, the final scene. I want to go through the cast on the base of the final scene of that first episode. Okay, so that first Mullet- episode was nuts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was. So basically, the Guardians of the Globe they they come show up. They fight the Muller twins. Um, and then uh, they're get they're kind of getting worked on by you know the Mueller twins, the Guardians. So then Omni Man shows up. He doesn't actually work with the Guardians of the Globe, or he's not a, like a member of the Guardians of the Globe, but he works with them sometimes to you know stop evil and stuff. So he, he shows up. They basically take him out, capture him, and basically he goes you know that's that with the Mueller twins. Um, you know he goes home tells. His son, uh, Mark, it no, his family knows that he's Omni Man, so it's, there's no hiding that he's a superhero or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he's getting upset that uh, Mark doesn't have his superpowers yet, and while he's he's like, oh well, you know, usually most of the time by seventeen, heroes usually uh, Viltrumites usually get their superpowers. Um, one day, while Mark is taking out, he works at a, a burger place. Um, 
I can't remember the name of the burger I think place. It's called Burger Mart. Yeah, Burger Mart. Yeah. Their, their slogan is start your day with a BM. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Love <Bound. laughs> nice. Um, so he, he's uh he works there. So one night he's just taking out the trash, you know, feeling kind of down that he doesn't have his powers and stuff. And he takes out the trash, so he goes to like throw it in the dumpster and tosses it into the atmosphere, just you know. And he's like, oh, crap, look at my powers. Yeah, so basically he goes and runs home, tells his dad he's got his powers. And then his dad tests him. He's like, oh, you know, then you got to get ready. We got to start training. So he goes and basically they start flying around. He starts teaching him how to fight and gives him one real good punch, like really hard. Um, That, you know, caught Mark off guard. He was not off. He was not ready. It caught him off guard. And he also kind of felt like his dad was like, like, uh, you know, like, I don't know. He, he had this weird feeling about his dad. Like, Oh, like, I don't know. Like he was mad at him or like something. There's something like something like my dad's agitated that I'm not powerful enough. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, you know, like feeling hurt emotionally and physically, Mark goes to, uh, you know, use his powers and he, he goes to stop a robbery with like this homemade suit that he made where he's just got like these goggles, a bandana, red shirt this is in the tv show obviously um not the comics but he has the i don't know if in the comics that's his first homemade suit um and then his you know he does stop a a, he goes to stop a guy who has when i saw this guy i thought of um victor cyborg from teen titans how he could turn oh remember when he was it Oh, was okay. Sorry, I'm mixing it up I then later. With, with yeah, it was Kill Cannon who keeps coming back. <laughs> this guy <laughs> I love just it. keeps coming back. So yeah, was it Kill Cannon or I thought it was the Stone Dude? No, the Stone Dude was Titan. Yeah, it wasn't Titan. Maybe, well, maybe it was Titan. It might have been Kill Cannon though. I don't uh, okay. Somebody. Well, anyway, he goes to stop this guy. Um, then Omni Man shows up. And he has a heart to heart with the son. He's like, Oh, you look like you look ridiculous in that costume. So he takes him to Art Rosenbaum, the costume maker, uh, who is voiced by the talented Mark Hamill. Um, and he, you know, he's an old guy, makes this who creates a proper super suit for Mark after he chooses the name Invincible. Uh, later, this is where it gets nuts. Okay. All right. Okay. Whoo! This, this, <laughs> this. I wanted to this, let you. Handle. This is where, this is where I got sold, so sold on this show. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I was like, oh my god. Okay, this is. Whoo! Okay. So yeah, because you think the episode's over too. Yeah, like the way it's that you're it, like, it's okay. just like you're like, oh, that you know, nice little short episode. But then you like click on it, you're like, yo, there's still like 20 minutes to go in this thing, right? So go yes. ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Like, these Sorry. shows are at, like. Like it's not a twenty minute animated; it's an hour animated episodes, and yeah. this is where like so they dropped three episodes, and I thank God they did when this show dropped. These these first three episodes were dropped all together, like one big giant movie, like three hour movie. Holy crap! Okay, <laughs> so the Guardians of the Globe who stopped the Molar Twins earlier. This is their team. Okay, so we got Black Samson, who he's basically like part Doc Samson. Um, but mostly he's kind of like Iron Man or like War Machine somewhat. Um, and the team Wait, was he in? Was he in the first part though? No, I think he just gets his his ass whooped real quick. 
Well, maybe he wasn't in that meeting at this scene. He, no, he I think he, he was wasn't. at the beginning, but he didn't have powers. But I don't think he was. In, he might not have been in this fight. I don't think he was. Okay, I think you're right. Okay, so this, it, the team has Darkwing, who's based on Batman, and he has like a flying surfboard, which mm. makes it or a wing, which kind of makes it even cooler. Um, then there's the Immortal, who will be an important character. Uh, the Immortal is based on Superman, and he ha- kind of has a little bit of Vandal Savage because you know he's an immortal. Uh, then there's War- at one point he was Abraham Lincoln. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I do need to say. Okay, so let me go to that. Um, cause I had that in my notes here. Um, my apologies. Says he was once an unnamed Celtic warrior before he was exposed to cosmic anomaly that rendered him functionally immortal and useless immortal unless he is decapitated. Yes. Over the years he went to fight in the crusades, became Abraham Lincoln before forming the guardians. So when I saw him, I kind of thought, uh, you know, Vandal, Vandal Savage. Yeah, I see Vandal Savage bit. more than I yeah. see anything in this guy. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, then there's uh, War Woman, who's like Wonder Woman and Thor. Then there is a Russian named Red Rush, who's like a Russian Flash. Then, then this one is this one's great. <coughs> Excuse me. And then, and then there's Aquarius, <laughs> who's the king of Atlantis, based on Aquaman. But he's a basically he's a freaking fish. He's, he's, he's a fish dude. Um, then there's Martian Man, who makes Martian Manhunter, and the Green Ghost, who's basically like Green Lantern. Yeah. Okay. So, in this scene, um, wow. Uh yeah, Omni Man shows up, and uh, what happens, Finch? Uh. Basically, they all realized that for some reason, this was uh, everybody was called here, and it was a trap. And basically, Omni Man just starts pummeling the crap out of the Guardians of the Globe. Um, one of my favorite. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, he freaking slaughters these guys. There's blood everywhere. Oh, one God. of my favorite kills is is uh, Red Rush. Like when he's fighting, he's like punching him, and it's just he's uh, like he's dead. But he's his arms are still like his he's still punching him, <laughs> even though he's already dead because he's moving so oh, fast. Yeah. Oh, I had somewhere I had somewhere like in there how he actually killed everybody. everybody? Yes, oh, how he lost everybody. I have to pull up a video real quick. Uh yeah, like he just oh he just kills everybody, dude. I don't he I don't everybody. <laughs> Um, then uh i think isn't it is it immortal that damn it that wounds him one of uh i think between immortal and uh maybe green ghost i think somebody did something someone like like his intestines a little bit or yeah and basically he passes out and then uh the gda shows up and discovers everybody's dead except Omni-Man. So they take him back to headquarters to try to basically, you know, test, um, you know, sur- help him survive. Um, then they also realize that like immortal, obviously as because he's immortal, as long as his body is attached to his head, he can survive and regenerate and stuff like that. So, um, but he's out still, but Omni-Man after a few episodes does return. So, 
And that's pretty much how we get left with the first one, you know, that's like first, like it's nuts. <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, first episode. And the second episode, uh, the GDA basically is trying to nurse back, um, nurse back on man. They can't revive the guardians because they're just a big pal. goo. <laughs> and, uh, and um, blood. Cecil informs, uh, you know, Mark and Debbie, that's what's going on. Then these aliens attack called the Flaxons. Mark helps the teen team who are like the teen Titans. And let me break down them. The teen Titans have Adam Eve, of course. And they also have robot. Uh, they have robot. Now I won't get into too much about robot because it lots revealed about robot, but robots basically robot. Uh, and then there is Rex Sloan, better known as Rex Splode. And Rex Splode is kind of like Gambit. Uh, he has the, he is basically, he's a total a-hole though. And he has the power to uh, charge potential energy into anything he touches to create explosives. And then there's Duplicate, who basically can replicate herself and uh, she's part of the team 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 as well. And then there is Monster Girl. Monster Girl is very interesting. So Monster Girl is a cursed superheroine whose powers allow her to transform into a powerful masculine ogre. But when she transforms, she actually becomes younger. So she begins the show. At, she's 24 years old chronologically. But she's using her power so much that she basically becomes like 12 years old. And she's a 12-year-old girl that morphs into this big masculine ogre man. Right. Uh, which is pretty pretty crazy. She looks like from uh, World of Warcraft or something. She, Yeah. 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 <laughs> absolutely. Or an orc. Um, yeah. Right? Yes. Um, yeah. We talked about art. Okay. So in the meantime, um, something's not adding up. Uh, to the whole the whole situation with the Guardians. So, um, oh, I apologize. I, I skipped ahead. So the Flaxons show up, and the, t- the team team, which was basically the team Titans, they're now kind of becoming the new Guardians of the globe. Yeah. Uh, so Rexplode, uh, Adam Eve, Duplicates, Robots, and all the ones I said. Well, Monster Girl wasn't there yet. She Monster gets Girl recruited later. Black Samson gets recruited later. Um, basically, so they're fighting the Flaxons, right? Yeah. And they're kind of like getting a their butts thing, kicked. Right? Yeah, they're getting their butts kicked a little bit, but the Flaxons start to retreat. Mark doesn't really help them because this is like his first real call to action. Uh, he helps save innocent civilians and stuff while, you know, the teen team is fighting. Um, but then all of a sudden, I think Robot and a couple of them realize like all these guys are like aging and dying on the field. And so they retreat. The Flaxons retreat. Uh, yeah, team leader Robot deduces that due to a time dilation difference between the Flaxons dimension and Earth, they're they're aging up and they're dying. So they retreat. Uh, when in school, Adam, uh, Mark realizes Adam Eve is Samantha Eve Wilkins, and they share their secret identities, become friends. They start to like fly around. Uh, she introduces them to the team, um, you know, and. You know, Rexplode gives him crap as always because Rexplode is dating um, Adam Eve, but then he should I say what happens? Or yeah, I'm just kidding. He cheats okay. on her. So he cheats on her with Duplicate. 
uh, which is cool. Uh, well, it's not cool to cheat, obviously. Um, cool but, cheat. <laughs> but you know, he could cheat on him. He could cheat on her and have like a menage a trois all the time because she can duplicate herself Lucky like that. three times, right? <laughs> um, so then as like they're like meeting up, training and hanging out and stuff, the Flax is returned with an anti-aging technology. But Mark and the teen team destroy them, forcing another retreat. So basically, you know, they learned a little bit from these guys and the Flaxons learned a little bit. So they come back a little stronger, but then... You know, Mark has now had a little bit more experience and now he's working with the team and basically forces them to retreat. The Flaxons then return another time and they're they're kind of actually really taking it to them. They nearly succeed until Omni-Man, boom, comes back. He's recuperated. He's healed up. He joins forces and with the with the team team and basically forces them to retreat back. But as they're retreating, he freaking busts through their their dimension hole, goes to their planet, and just starts re- wrecking havoc. You know, basically beating them up. And you see, like, uh, what is it? Like a montage. He's just like going through, tearing them up. Showing um, that Mark has like a berserker mode. Well, this like, is Omni Man that's obviously. doing all this. Oh yeah. Oh, th- oh, my fault. But yeah, he does have <laughs> berserker mode. But my apologies. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, obviously, uh, man, kills people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> um, so then, uh, basically, and then uh, he returns to Earth and gives a speech about like, oh, I'll protect the Earth. Um, you know, because they're doing the funeral for the Guardians of the Globe, right? So he goes like in front of their at their funeral and gives this big speech, like, "Oh, I'll be here to protect you guys, and it's my sole duty." Da 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 da. Basically, uh, trying to get sympathy, like, like I'm here to protect you. You know, I didn't kill anybody. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at this time, nobody's saying he did. So right. Know. But, uh, but then we get this character. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we get this character introduced, an awesome character because he's based on Hellboy. Freaking love it. Oh, yeah. Damien Darkblood, voiced by Clancy Brown, the legendary Clancy Brown, who also voiced Lex Luthor in the 90s Superman series. Clancy Brown's freaking awesome. Mr. Krabs. Highlander. Love him. (laughs) (laughs) And Shawshank Redemption. Um, And he's Mr. Krabs. And he's Mr. Krabs. (laughs) Um, To all the younger audience that may not know who he is. (laughs) May not know who Clancy Brown is. Basically, uh, he's a god among the animated world. Yeah, Um, but uh, Cecil hires this demon detective and basically he's like Hellboy. So he like everything smells like sulfur when he's around. He's a demon detective trying to figure out who the heck killed the guardians. Um, and the globe and he's getting he, guardians of the globe and he's catching on uh, that it was on me, man. Uh, we also get introduced to, uh, Alan the Alien, yes, voiced by Seth, Seth Rogen. Rogen. And Alan the Alien uh, wants to test the Earth's defenses for the Coalition of Planets. So basically, what this Coalition of Planets is is basically um, loot. What are they called? Omni Man's people, Vilchmites. Yeah, yeah. What you said. They, <laughs> <laughs> the all these plants have basically been. Um, so Omni Man's part of these Viltrumites, 
And those termites are basically, they go out to take over planets. Planet and, conquerors, yes. And conquer them. So this coalition of planets is all these planets that have been affected by the Viltrumites and been destroyed. So he's trying to see, make that Earth be a part of it. Um, uh, so uh, Mark goes to meet with him because make sure I miss apparently that. once a year or once every couple years, yeah. Uh, Omni Man goes and just like fights this guy randomly. So he tells Mark, like, hey, this guy, this dangerous alien's coming. You're gonna have to fight him, you know. And you know, it's like oh, an right. annual right. thing. So he goes up to fight him, and then uh, Alan the alien goes, I'm here to con uh, I'm here to meet with the people of Urath. And then Al uh, Mark's like, You mean Earth? <laughs> He's like, Urath, and he shows him Urath. <laughs> He's like, This is Earth, dude. And then, so basically, Alan the alien uses telepathy to talk to uh, Mark yeah. and basically tells him about the coalition of planets and how, you know, things are happening and, you know, basically tries to get Mark on his side. And, you know, that's, they come to a pretty understanding. And basically, they do fight for a little bit, but then they just have like a heart to heart. And, you know, Alan leaves to go and talk to the coalition of planet people. Um, Damien Darkblood still investigates and he's now eyeing Omni-Man as the main suspect in the death of the Guardians of the uh, Globe. Um, yes, sir. And, you know, Cecil pretty much knows, but, you know, he's kind of keeping a DL on it. And that's kind of how the second episode goes. Moving into... Did you have more? Sorry. Nope. Let's, okay. no, let's keep it rolling. Moving into the third one. The funeral is televised. Uh, the Graysons attend the planet. That's where Nolan gives that speech, uh, saying he'll protect everybody. Um, you know, Cecil confirms or commissions Robot to form a new Guardians team, right? And this is where you know he has he holds like Monster tryouts. Girl right? shows Monster Girl as a team. We see yeah, like yeah. A, like all these parody superheroes. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so Rexplode becomes part of it. Um, you know, Monster Aggie. Girl, Black Samson, Shrinking Ray. Uh, he offers the job to Adam Eve, and she kind of says no because she's kind of still mad at. Yeah, she's mad at Rex and Duplicate. Says she can't be on the same team. Um, finally, uh, basically, Mark ends up. He, you know, he's now been a superhero for a little bit, and he gets the courage to ask this girl that he's been having a crush on, Amber, for her number. And sets up a study date, which gets interrupted when he, um, Adam Eve asks him to help her stop uh, Doc Seismic from attacking Mount I Rushmore. love Doc Seismic, man. I love Doc Seismic. <laughs> Doc Seismic is more of a parody of who? Like Mole Man? Or, uh, I would say Mole Man, yeah. From you know Marvel Comics, right? Yes. Um, well, so yeah. basically, Amber tries to wait for him, uh, but you know he takes too long or whatever. And, uh, you know, him and Adam Eve take off, you know, and beat up the, the mole man and, uh, Doc Seismic and send him down. Like he creates like these like volcanoes and earthquakes and stuff. And then he gets like knocked down into the thing, um, where he gets like absorbed by like molten lava or something. Right. Yes. <laughs> so, um, then basically they go back and, 
Rex tries to apologize to Eve. She refuses to accept it. She goes to talk to, to Mark, um, you know, reconcile things. And then she finds out that Mark's over here making out with Amber. And she's like, dang, you know, I should have told him how I felt. Um, and, you know, basically she leaves and realizes, like, he's with him. Um, and then we cut to the molars who are in prison, but they're escaping the prison. Um, one of them sacrifices the other one. And we find out that they escaped the prison with the help of robot. Yeah. Ooh. So, you know, twist. Um, Damien Darkblood starts to ask Debbie some stuff and talks to her and, you know, finds out that Nolan didn't tell her anything. And then she, he leaves and I believe Damien Darkblood talks to Nolan and he threatens him. But he like left his like his uh, notepad or something there, and Debbie finds it, and it says something about the costume, and we um, so basically she finds out where Omni Man hid the costume, takes it to Art, and he starts like running tests and stuff on it. Yeah, he's he's like check the blow in the costume. Yeah, it becomes, and then we discover that the blood is like the oldest blood out of that whole affair that happened, and. Um, yeah. Um, so it's kind of Debbie finds out. Yeah. So that actually is like two episodes ahead. But Sorry. Well, <laughs> sorry. No, it's all good. It's going good. by we memory here. Roll, stuff, roll. You know? um, so. The Russian. So kind of like summing up here, going from there. Uh, we basically find out that Robot won the Mueller twins um, to kind of help him transfer his consciousness. So we find out that um, Robot is basically this mutated deformed uh, dude that came and survive out in the world named Rudy Connors. And basically his brain has been controlling this robot. So he wants to be able to live a normal life. So he asks the molar twins take Rex DNA and create this new body of him and like a 12 year old body. That's Rex Um, so that he can live a normal life. And he has a thing for Monster Girl, right? Is that why he wants to age down a little bit? Yeah, because she's because she's aged out. So there's that. Uh, Episode four. So after that big movie that got dropped all in one day. (laughs) Uh, Episode four. um, Yeah, it was it was a lot, but it's awesome. So episode four, um, Invincible goes and helps Mars out, and like this whole abducting astronauts thing. I think there's something like. Um, it's like a virus, uh, or like a kind of like a symbiote, right? Yeah, it's like a symbiote. Yeah, like it attaches itself, like a it, it needs a host, box, which and, I don't. Yeah, it will come into play in season two, I think. Right, a little bit, yeah, a little bit, yeah. We'll get, we'll get. We, there. we see some of it, yeah. Um, basically, a little bit back and forth of Cecil finding out who the killer is with Dark Blood. Uh, Nolan and De- Nolan tries to rekindle his relationship with Debbie and ease her suspicions and takes her to Rome, you know that kind of crap. Mm. Um, and then manipulator. What's that? Manipulator. Manipulating. I mean, <laughs> but basically, uh, Mark yeah, saves tough. the astronauts. They bring okay. back, but they find out they have the um, the symbiote. We'll call it. <laughs> we'll call the, it yeah, symbiote. yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> um. So. What are we on episode five now? 
Yeah, going through episode five here. It's like the Titan episode with Machine Head. That's oh. okay. Yeah, go into that a little bit because that's what that's what I was talking about. But when I was mixing up who he encountered. Yeah. So, but basically, what I was saying about that character, because you know how we we watch this and we we see characters are like, oh, that's kind of a play on this character. That's, Absolutely. You know. So when I saw Titan, I thought of Teen Titans. Whenever Victor Stone, you know, when he instead of being cyborg when he was at the um the hive academy he would go like this and then he would turn into stone remember his name was just stone oh yeah so You're that's right. who i that's who i went with that one but i mean you could say it was it was what like um who else does something like that i almost feel like like uh, absorbing man like kind steel. of steel well from marvel no, absorbing no. man a little bit like colossus yeah there you go um yeah colossus yeah i say it's more close to colossus or agents u.s steel agent steel because they're mostly based off dc guys yeah um, yeah but anywho so where was i uh sorry episode five okay mark promises to help ember at a soup kitchen blah 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 um he neglects her while he's working as invincible okay so he helps a superpower enforcer named Titan defeat his boss, Machine Head, who's literally a dude with a machine head. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, hire, yeah, he, he predicts their their attack by uh, hiring multiple villains for security. The Guardians do arrive to help, but Mark, Monster Girl, and Samson are beaded severely. By a dude, a warrior named Battle Beast. Battle Beast is badass, um, and it prompts the Guardians to actually start acting like a team because this Battle Beast whoops everybody's ass. Um, so the, the GDA arrests uh, Machine Head, and uh, this allows Titan to take over Machine Head's organization. Uh, Eve also volunteers alongside Amber because she needs direction. And this is kind of where this is kind of where Adam Eve kind of like gets her idea that she could be helping the world better. Um, and she gives up like being a superhero kind of to kind of go around and help. Um, yes, and then also Cecil gets a sample of Mark's blood and he discovers that his cells are invulnerable to every lethal test that they run. So that means that Mark's getting stronger. Um. So go into episode six here. Uh, Mark, after getting his butt whooped, he's starting to recover. Uh, Uh, William has a crush on a dude named Rick Sheridan. Oh yeah, William is gay. Um, (laughs) Sorry, just the way he's just nonchalantly. Oh yeah, he's gay. Yeah, William's gay. But William's hilarious, dude. Yeah, he's cool. (laughs) like uh williams uh, williams is a very cool character um uh what else we got uh william finds out that mark is uh yeah finds out mark is invincible amber breaks up with them blah 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 not really big stuff happens. Yeah, it's all like it's all teen angsty drama right at this point. Yeah, it's all teen angsty <laughs> drama stuff. Okay, so this is where things get interesting. Uh, oh, 
Something about Mark's blood, huh? Yeah, he's getting stronger. It's basically this way it is. Um, okay. Cecil talks to Nolan talks to Nolan before deploying uh Sinclair's ready and he tries to get a kaiju to kill Ani Man. Oh um, kaiju. Yes. Oh, Kaiju's like a big monster. Like Godzilla. Um, Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> That's from the 90s, okay. Godzilla. Godzilla. <laughs> well, remember at the beginning? Godzilla. 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 Um, so Amber dumps Amber dumps uh Amber dumps Mark because she basically finds out that he was invincible and she's mad that he never told her. Uh bunch of teen crap. Watch the show, it's great. Um <laughs> The Mauler's reviving mortal. That's important. Yeah. And he flies off to battle Nolan and attempt to avenge the death of his team. While Mark. Well, isn't there something, isn't there something about like, if you drink the blood from a mortal's head, you become immortal or something like that. So like that, I don't know. That's like some, that's like a saying there. Like, I think like they were trying to dig them up for that, but then it ends up becoming like, it's uh, isn't it robots plan to revive him or is it, the Mullers plan specifically. I it was, I, well, it might be it might be Roboy and the Mullers. Okay, I'm trying to remember how to. But when he wakes up, the first thing he's like, he goes, "Oh, I'm a new man." <laughs> he's trying to. Yeah, it was awesome. Head. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Mark nearly uh, beats the Godzilla, and news helicopters capture Nolan, killing Immortal once again, but in a live broadcast. Yeah. Prefer Nolan asked to talk to Mark. So now craps hit the fan. Everybody knows that Omni Man killed Immortal. This is getting good. Episode eight is final just, episode of the season. is freaking nuts. It's just about as nuts as that first episode. Right. Finch, break it down, bro. All right. So after revealing himself as the uh coming from Viltrum, uh and sent to conquer Earth, not save it. Uh, Nolan fails to convince Mark to join him, and basically Mark decides, "I'm going to have to fight you if you're not going to. You're going to destroy the planet. I'm here to stop you." Basically, he starts fighting him. Uh, they end Touch up destroying. Off. Yeah, they destroy Chicago. Oh yeah, by killing. the way, this show is very violent. If uh, <laughs> uh, just just give you a heads up. Continue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's some infamous uh seeds in this one one is you know you get the meme too where omni man's like think mark think Think. Uh, (laughs) um but basically they're fighting and this is this is how iconic this is this is actually one of omni man who is now available in mortal kombat one as a dlc character uh his one of his finishing moves is this scene taken directly from the show where basically they're fighting. Him and Mark are fighting. Invincible and Omni Man are fighting in the city. Boom. Go pound, like flying through the subway system, right? Omni Man picks up Mark, grabs yeah. him by the head, and a, a subway car is just coming. <laughs> Omni Man just holds Mark's head up to the subway car, and the subway car just get like, they just go because it's a, a, a movable object. Uh, meets an unstoppable force, right? You know, so basically, the subway car just (laughs) (laughs) so the subway car just keeps going, and Omni Man is just holding Mark's face. And not only that, 
but doesn't he make him kill all the people in the train like with his body wait what like doesn't he hold his body up and move his body so that he slaughters everybody in the train as it's going i believe so there's some there's a scene yeah like that scene like as he's doing he's holding him kind of straight but i think a couple times he moves him a little bit to like kill certain people and like as he's as this is happening thousands of people are just dying on this train and mark is just standing there watching people come towards him and just be obliterated it's oh it's so great um then somehow that part stops they end up fighting some more boom omni man's like you know mark is giving it to his dad but he's getting his butt kicked right so back basically they end up like on a mountainside that's where that meme comes from mark think think mark think and basically he's like beating the crap out of invincible and he's like you think you could stand up to me you think you could stand up to any of the viltrum empire and he's like think mark if they um in a thousand years everybody you love will be dead and what will you have and mark just says i'll have you dad i'll, I'll have still you. have you and oh, i was just like God. oh, <laughs> I, oh like, I can't do it this <laughs> like so yeah, so uh, Omni Man just Omni Man just stops and goes and just flies off into the atmosphere, he's bro. Gone. He's done. And as he's, I think as he's flying, there's a tear, right? Yeah. Isn't there like a tear that like yeah. floats off him? Like he's flying so fast, all the blood stains and everything just melts off his suit, right? Uh-huh. He flies out of the atmosphere, but as he's flying in space, there's like one single tear that like comes and he dips out, dude. It, oh, it's such a good show. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh-huh. Um, there's still more that happens in the episode, though. Uh, um, let me see. That's the big thing. Like, <laughs> oh, and he calls his mom a pet. Because that yeah. comes yes. back in the yes, second season. Huge. Yeah, he has. He, yeah, he's like. So Your everything, everything was a lie. Everything with mom, and he's like, you know, I do love your mother, but think of her more like a pet. And that just yeah. sets that's Mark. And that's where I think the buddy. fight. Oh, <laughs> you know? dude, I would never. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, right? I think that's what sets off the. That's what sets it Mark off, and that's why they start fighting. Um, at this time. As all this is happening, you know, the whole city, the whole world sees what's happening with with Omni-Man and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I think, you know, they know that he's what is, like, what's destroying the city of Chicago. Um, He had been, basically, Omni-Man and Ben Zert, the Guardians and Eve mobilized to aid Chicago and, you know, kind of recuperate the city and things like that. Um, Everybody learns that Omni-Man, you know, was not who he said he was as a conqueror or trying to take over the earth. So now everybody's like scared and stuff like that. Um, Cecil helps Mark and Debbie basically falsifying and saying that Omni-Man died in an explosion across the street. Oh, Omni-Man kills art. Yes. Or not, not art. Um, no, the uh, agent Colson guy. Yeah. The dude with the glasses. Uh, uh, Donald. 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 That's his name. Hank Hill's son. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen this? They said uh, he's Bobby all grown up. <laughs> no. You never seen that? Oh, man. He looks just like Bobby Hill from. He does. No, yes. I see it now. Uh, oh, my gosh. So, uh, but he kills him. Um, but yeah. this is after. Um, What's his name? Donald? Donald, yeah. Donald, he's after he basically sets the house to explode. So they end up using that as the cover story to say how. 
um, Nolan Grayson died, you know, that way people don't know that he was Omni-Man, even though he never wears a mask, you know, he looks, he looks like Omni-Man. So for anybody to be like, oh, your dad's not Omni-Man, you know, he doesn't wear glasses. Yeah, right. He doesn't wear a mask. <laughs> he just, and he has the mustache. So <laughs> I don't know. Nobody ever, maybe they never got close enough to Omni-Man to see his face, you know? Um, let's see. Uh, Heartbroken Debbie goes out for a drink. Um, and, and basically the only important thing left is that Alan comes back. Alan Alien comes back, talks to Mark and says that basically, oh, yeah. you know, your dad abandoned his post and he the didn't take mites, over. Yeah. The vulture mites, they're going to come and they're going to come for you. You know, um, so big, 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 you know, foreshadowing stuff. Mm. All right, guys, the moment you came for getting into season two. So, so that's invincible so far. Season two, right here. This was written by our buddy, uh, Brandon Duxbury, who couldn't be with us tonight because of his girlfriend's birthday. Because that's important or something. You know, whatever. But he wrote his notes for summing up the Atomy special. So this was a special that dropped during Comic-Con this year. Yes, uh, yes, San sir. Diego Comic-Con. You know, people have been waiting for this show to come back. Um, you know, the, the last episode of Invincible premiered April 29, 2001. Yes. We waited two years for this thing, man. We kept hearing stuff on the internet. They were teasing us with Alan the Alien and Mark sitting in the in the in the booth eating, yeah. you know, and saying, Oh, in September it's coming back or what's actually when did it come back? November, right? November, yeah. Yeah, they're they're saying, Oh, I think it was supposed to be September. So they basically during Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, uh July twenty first, they you know, they did a Invincible panel, and then boom, they dropped the Invincible Adam Eve special. And Brian, go ahead, take it away. I'm going to go for it. These are the words of ducks, which I haven't read this yet, but I'm reading it now. <laughs> All right. The episode start. Picture this. <laughs> Sicily. No. <laughs> Golden Girls joke. Anyway. All right. <laughs> episode starts out with Samantha's pregnant mother being escorted into labor where we open with an amazing action scene where we face off with the Lizard Society looking for a new special serum when the Guardians of the Globe show up to put an end to it. They're putting up a good fight when we learn that Omni-Man was called in to help. As they fight off the serpents, we learn that Elias, 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 maybe, uh, has left with Samantha's mother as they rush off to the hospital. And she gave her birth to Samantha, or Adam Eve. The military bursts in looking for the baby. We learn that Samantha was given to a married couple who lost their child at birth. And we're surprised to see Samantha. Samantha ages, and we find out that she's living with her adopted family where they treat her bad. We learn that she's very smart, and her adopted mother believes they should put her in a special school. When her adopted dad blurts out, and says he's just making things up. Or she is making things up. Finally, the mom takes him into it. 
Brandon, you need to work on your punctuation, buddy. <laughs> uh, when the <laughs> we love you. Uh, when the parents send her in school for brilliant children, we learn that the military is still trying to recreate the power, uh, the powerhouse that is Samantha. Samantha hates her special school because everyone treats her like a freak, except one girl in the class that she calls her best friend. Samantha is sad about her school and seeing her room open when the powers activate for the first time. She turns her plain old tuna sandwich into a juicy BM. Yeah. Or a juicy cheeseburger from, uh. from BM. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going to turn to a BM regardless. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised with what she has done, she tried to change other things. And happy with her newfound powers, she runs off and shows her best friend Val. Val isn't sure how to react and calls her freak and runs home. Samantha is very upset that her friend doesn't want to hang with, out with her anymore and causes her to fail out of her special school. Her parents are furious and scream at her. This is where Samantha goes out for the first time and uses her powers to fight crime. Uh, she meets up with Elias. Yeah. The doctor. After all these years. And the doctor Elias explains to her how he was there with her real mother the night she was born, and he had been looking after her from afar. He tells her that he is her real father. He then asks her not to use her powers because people will be looking for her. Samantha doesn't listen, and she runs off into her first supervillain, Kill Cannon. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Samantha takes on the name uh, Adam Eve and fights Kill Cannon, where she's able to overpower him overpower him when the military find out that Samantha is still alive. The military sends out their failed experiments to track down Samantha and bring her back to them. She has a big fight with these experiments when she finds out that they're her family. She has amazing fighting sequences with her family and she's able to overpower them, but the military was just using them as a distraction so they could surround Samantha. Samantha learns that her mother is still alive, but barely. They've been using her as her womb to create all these experiments. So the family and all the brothers. And she's like facing all her mutated brothers, her failed experiment brothers. Uh, Smith is devastated by the news and the military end up killing her dad, Elias, and her mother right in front of her. Mm -hmm. It goes into a rage-like state, showing the military what her powers can really do. She pins them down and wipes away their memories before flying off and returning home. She returns home to her horrible adopted parents who scream at her for coming home late on her own birthday. She is angry and runs back to her room crying, where she changes the picture she has of her and her parents to a picture of her and her real family. The episode ends with her adopted mother knocking on the door to give Samantha a hug and apologizes. Samantha realizes that this is the only family that she has left. You know, a part of that scene at the end reminded me of, you know, like I said, we take, we watch this and we see stuff from other superhero properties. Uh, It reminded me of, even though it's a horrible movie, um, Wolverine origins, you know, that part where uh, um, the, the, I guess it's not frost, but it's the chick that he was, he that was manipulating oh, um, Logan when she makes a guy walk at the end, like she made him like forget oh, stuff. Uh, 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 Silver Fox. Yeah, 
it kind of gave me, you know, vibes like that a little bit, but you know, maybe a little Jean Grey ish, you know, maybe, I don't know. Like I said, there's, there's so many things that like these things pull from and like kind of, you know, yeah, it's great though. So totally that was a good episode though. We got a lot of her backstory and yep. uh, yeah. And then it, it get, it got us hyped up for what was coming in season two. This was, you know, the Absolutely. beginning, all these genetic so. experiments and stuff. Yeah. Like, yes. All right. Season two. There we go. There we go. All right. So you're going to have to help my memory because my memory sucks. Because I watch these, I watch these very fast. I might have, because I'm so tired this week, I might have fell asleep <laughs> during some of them. Well, I watched <laughs> them episode, you know, the release date. So, um, you the man. So, Episode two or episode one, episode season, one two, season two, boom, starts off with Invincible and fighting Immortal. Basically, yeah, that threw me off, dude. I was like, "Huh? Why'd he side with him?" But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so basically, Invincible's fighting Immortal. Mm-hmm. Um, Omni Man comes and they basically kill Immortal, and I believe this is being televised again. But basically, he's like, "Yes." What is, I think he like says something. Head. Yeah, he's. I think he says like, "Come back from that," or yeah, you know, similar to like what Thanos said to Loki, right? Um, you know, and then basically he's like, "You see a broadcast in the in the I'm assuming Chicago um, widescreen chat town." Yeah, like Jumbotron. up on a big yeah jumbotron screen, and it's basically Mark saying. Um, we're here to enslave you or like, you know, basically saying, you know, we're here to protect you, but like, you have to do what we say. We're the rulers of this planet, basically. And you're yeah, like, much. when you're watching this, you're like, what the it's heck is going nice. on here? <laughs> you know, first yeah. of all, Omni-Man's here. Second of all, Mark is, uh, you know, why is he siding with his dad? Why is he a bad guy? All this stuff. And basically you meet this character, um, Angstrom, is it? Le- oh, it's not it's Levy. It's Lee V, right? Angstrom, just go. Angstrom Lee V, voiced by the talented uh, Sterling K. Brown. I love Sterling yeah. K. Brown. Yeah, and this is us, dude. That dude. Oh yeah. gosh, I never finished uh, that show. I haven't finished it yet. It's a good, good show. Um, he uh, basically he creates some kind of portal and he's working with like this resistance of robot adam eve all oh, the so he, okay, yeah so he has the ability to open portals to the multiverse yes basically in a nutshell and you know it's it's 2023 where every franchise is in the multiverse right now Everyone. so <laughs> so invincible is at it did too. it first thank you very much <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you know who did it best so far is sony actually right now uh, i think give me a break so come on dude into across the spider-verse yeah sony did it best <laughs> that, Marvel yeah. Did. Marvel if, did. If, if you go by multiverse dan movies slot. or stuff this year dan slot did it best dan slot's a guy that created the spider-verse he did well it best. i had a friend like this is okay just 
quick tangent off the topic. Um, I had a friend ask me, uh, my friend Chris. Uh, yeah. He, he asked me. He goes, uh, yeah, our loyal, our loyal listener. Yes, he's Chris. great. He's a great listener. We appreciate shout all of our listeners. But Chris Barber, shout out. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, he asked me, what do you think will be the best multiverse uh, film or whatever this mm, year? Um, and this was also, even though technically this came out last year, we included everything everywhere all at once because it's definitely a multiverse movie. If you haven't seen it, watch it. My it's wife freaking has. great. I have not. <gasps> Dude, you it's have like to watch it. Awesome. It's so great. Um, I mean, it won Oscars. You know, that just it's tells you that. Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, I love Jamie. <laughs> My wife's like, this movie's nuts. It, it was. It took me like it. three times to watch it. But once I watched it, I loved it, dude. Um, so it was that one. We included Multiverse of Madness. So I think this was last year, maybe. Um, wait, did that come out this year or last year? This year. Okay, so Multiverse no, of Madness. No, Across the Spider-Verse. Multiverse of Madness was last year. I remember um, that movie well. Yeah. And we were waiting for The Flash to come out. Yeah. So we were waiting for Across Flash the Spider-Verse. This year, yeah. Multiverse of Madness. So he, he basically asked, like, out of the four big multiverse type of movies, which one was the best? And I told him at the time, because I, you know, I seen all of them. He hadn't seen all of them yet. So I was like, um, as of right now, I'm going to go with everything everywhere all at once, you know? But then once Across the Spider-Verse came out, I was like, uh, yeah, that's definitely taking it. And then Flash came out. I was like, Flash was great. But Across the Spider-Verse still did multiverse better. You know, sure did. So, sure did. And Multiverse of Madness, they they did it. <laughs> we'll say that. We'll just say they did it. Okay. Uh, um, sidebar. Yes. Deadpool 3 will be what Multiverse of Madness should have been. Yeah. And I'll say it. That's what I'll say. Okay. Back to Invincible. Uh, Angstrom Levy um, yes. opens Multiverse. portals and. Basically, he pops out of one while Mark and uh, Omni-Man are destroying the leftover resistance in whatever universe they're in. So then we pop over to our universe, right? And we get the, uh, I believe, the Molar twins, right? Molar twins, uh, yes, sir. So basically... They're escaping prison. Yeah, they're escaping prison, and they meet up with uh, Angstrom and an alternate Multiple version... Percent. Yeah, well, yeah, we could call him that. We'll just call him Angstrom because Levy. Yeah, we'll call him. It's, it's. I feel like I'm gonna keep mispronouncing it. Um, so we see Langstrom, and he's telling the, uh, you know, we. I need you to help me build this machine or whatever. Um, and he shows them all these different versions of themselves and himself, and you know, tells them that in alternate worlds, um, Invincible is takes over and you know has so yeah except this it, one world except this one world the one we which know is, yeah mark we've been following not turn against humanity yeah or mark turns against humanity except our world yeah and they're the wondering anomaly. what that factor is yeah um and uh, then multiverse man uh they start this process so basically what, what he wants to do is he wants this knowledge uh, you, if you already said it, I apologize. Um, he wants this knowledge of every single multiverse version of himself. He wants the knowledge of every multiverse, and he wants to put it in his brain. And he wants the Mahler twins to kind of help him get that knowledge. So, but the process goes wrong, and 
basically when Invincible comes in and tries to stop them, right? Yes. Yep. So, so because of Mark showing up, Angstrom stops the transfer prematurely. It kills all his variants of himself and scars his body. It doesn't scar a molar too. Yeah. Yeah, yep. one of them so, gets yeah. like caught in the explosion, and it's like half of his body's messed up. Yeah, but as yeah. this happens, um, Angstrom is basically like he sees the molars basically like whooping on Mark, about to kill him, and he's like, "No, no, no, we need him, we need him, we need him to live." And that's when you know the machine stops and blows up, and Angstrom, uh, you know, killing all the variants and himself, like you just said. Uh, horrifically scarring his body. I believe his head becomes like huge and stuff too. Like, yeah, yeah he looks all weird and stuff. Um, Almost like driven weird. mad by his variants and memories of their version. Mm-hmm. Um, he vows revenge on, uh, on, uh, invincible. on invincible. All right. So episode two, episode two. Great, What's it called, dude? Great What's title. I got. I had. I'm glad. I'm glad you started laughing because I wanted to read this title because it's one of the best. It's one of the best episode titles ever. Right. Is titled. In about six hours, I lose my virginity to a fish. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um. So while Gret- this one gives us a feel, this one feels a little bit like a like a Spider Man type of episode, or at least the beginning. Yeah, like something yeah. Spider Man y, like from the movies, right? It sure did. It sure did. Um, so, so, uh, while he's graduating, uh, Mark defeats good old Doc Seismic again. Hey, Doc Seismic's back. Doc Seismic shows up, and he, this time he's not going after Mount Rushmore, he's going after the world's largest phallus. <laughs> 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 he's going after he's going after the Washington Monument and makes comments about how it looks like a giant giant phallus. What does anyway, he say to you? He's like, oh, you guys, uh, I'm coming after all the landscapes or after all the things built out of uh, uh, granite. I think it is. Yeah, or, something like that. And then yeah. Mark's like, isn't that like everything? And he's like, you can keep the wood. Isn't that every building? He's like, yeah. you can keep the wood buildings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's good. Um, <laughs> but so he goes after him. He takes him down. Did we ever mention that um, the the school that Invincible goes to? Did we ever mention what it was called? No. From even season one. Oh, so yeah, yeah, school- dude. Yes. Because I watched the episode and I'm like, it's freaking Carl Winslow. Reginald Val Johnson Reginald is the Val is the school Johnson. he goes to, and then the principal of the school is voiced by Regin is supposed Reginald. to be Reginald Val Johnson. Who's so Mr. He's, Carl Winslow. <laughs> so Reginald Val Johnson is giving a speech about you know how, um, oh you you know like a graduation speech basically, and it's boring. And he says something, and even uh like he's like oh as the great immortal says, um. Oh man, I can't remember the line, but he's, uh, oh, he goes, whatever you're going to do, make sure you, you're great at it or something. And then, uh, William goes, did he though? <laughs> Sorry. Um, just a little, some of the little funny things that happened in it. Uh, you had to be there to watch it. So watch the show guys. Um, basically, yeah, um, watch the show. <laughs> so, so over the summer, the tensions start to grow between Mark and his mother, uh, you know, 
he almost misses graduation fighting Doc Seismic also. But he graduates. He hangs out in the treehouse that Adam Eve built with uh, Amber, William, and Adam Eve. And basically says that, um, that you know, oh, I'm going to work. They're all going, like, they're all going to college together except Adam Eve. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, so then they start to go to college. Or no, that's the next episode, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, not college yet. Okay, so but, uh, did you get uh, Eve arguing with her dad and like I can't accept her powers and blah blah blah? Oh yeah, that happens again. <laughs> I know we got that in the we know that we got um, that in that special, but it happens again. But there's also um, the Stowaway Martian. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, there's this Martian. Or there's this, they meet the shapeshifter, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Martian poses a shapeshift. Yep. Yeah. And he's voiced by, uh, I believe he's voiced by um, Ben Sh- uh, Sonic, who who does Sonic. Ben Schwartz. Yeah. Right. He's voiced by yeah. him, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Just every time I hear his voice, I just laugh. Like, it's just because he's everybody now, you know? <laughs> so he's great. He is great. He needs to play Plastic Man. Oh, that would be great. So good. Um, That's been my fan casting forever. But yeah, so there's this shapeshift monster and he joins the Guardians. And after, so now there's a new Darkwing 2. And I forget what Darkwing 2 said he used to be. He was like the sidekick of the original Darkwing, like Nightboy. Is that what he said? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's like used to be like Nightwing, basically. Um, so a Cecil also assigns. So this is this the this is where this name of the episode comes from. Cecil assigns Mark to please the Atlanteans for original Guardian member Aquarius death. Mm-hmm. So he says to him that you'll have to go to Atlantis and you have to marry. So because your dad's not here, you have to marry. You have to marry like Aquaman's old wife or fish wife <laughs> and, and uh um yeah yeah you have to marry aquarius's you have to marry aquarius's wife it's custom uh it won't mean anything it's just a it's just symbolic Political, yeah <laughs> and he's like oh my god am i gonna have to have sex with a fish or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it was so funny um but basically the the widow uh fish lady she said she says yeah we don't do that anymore uh, <laughs> you're gonna do a trial by combat, right? So Mark battles basically a kraken, a kaiju, a kaiju. Uh, he's and he's injured by its roar. Uh, nonetheless, he saves an Atlantean from it uh, against Cecil's orders. Uh, Angstrom travels to an alternate Earth, where Mark is captured by the GDA to gain information on how to defeat his own. And so two things there with that. Yep. Um, so as you mentioned that he was injured by the roar of that beast, right? Underwater. Yes, that he was sir. fighting. So I was hoping you'd back Cecil, me up on that. So Cecil, uh, he's like, play me the clip, right? You hear the roar. He's like, all right, you know, analyze that, break it down. So basically Cecil is over here making weapons because he still doesn't trust Mark or Omni or Invincible, yep. even though 
even though Mark is doing everything in his power, he's working for Cecil. He's doing everything in his power to, to basically say, Hey, I'm not my dad. I'm not going to turn out like my dad, which, you know, so far we've seen that that is not what happens. Like he's not his dad. He's, yep. you know, he's good. Um, so there's that with the roar. And then what you mentioned about uh, Angstrom traveling to an alternate earth with Mark, they're captured. Um, so when he travels to that earth, we see a, uh, gender swapped uh, Cecil and Donald. Oh yeah, women. Yeah, they're yeah. women. So he's like, and he just leaves them, and he's like, you know, I'll leave you guys to you know deal with him as you as you want. So yeah, there's that. Oh, and then Eve is arguing with her dad. I know you mentioned that. Uh, so she's arguing with her dad because basically he's like, you think your powers don't do anything to anybody? Because she was the city she's helping rebuild Chicago and stuff. Right. Yeah. And like, they're taking too long to do it. And she has these powers that can basically create and manipulate matter and stuff. So she basically like rebuilds like a park or something, right? Uh, like a vacant lot and turns it into like a park. And then I guess um, after she leaves that either like the structure or something she built, like collapsed and basically some, some people that like defended her to the city officials and stuff got hurt. And her dad's like, you don't even care about the people that you hurt. And that like starts to really weigh heavy on um, Adam Eve. So, and that's where we move into the next episode. So this one one has some funny parts, man. (laughs) With the narrator, dude. Yeah. So the next episode, mm-hmm. uh, the missive, this m- machination, this missive, um, this machination. Yeah. Like so that. basically now, uh, Mark is being dropped off to college by his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, my headphones here. Uh, so Mark is dropped off to college by his mother. He's hanging out with his roommate who is William and basically William's like, oh, if there's a sock on a door, you know, you're <laughs> yeah. gonna, you're gonna, um, you know, you're going gonna, on. yeah, don't come in here. So he goes over to Amber's room. Amber's like, oh, you know, whatever. So they, they're basically about to get it on. They're college freshmen, um, about <laughs> to get it on. She does ask him a very serious question. She goes, you're not gonna like, you should, like, I don't know, something about them having superpowers. Questions. <laughs> These are the important questions when dealing with when dating a superhero. She said something about like you don't have super sperm or something, right? Which sperm's uh, not gonna kill uh, me, is it? Yeah, something like that, right? It's not radioactive, is it? <laughs> You're not gonna get so excited that like you crush me or blow me in half, or <laughs> hey, that it could happen, right? And she's like, uh, she's like, I'll go on top, just be safe. <laughs> right. And then basically <laughs> we get this we get this narration where this guy uh, so he's funny. like, "Oh, let's uh let's just move on." <laughs> so we end up uh we get some flashbacks, right? We meet Alan the Alien's homeworld of Yonopa, which was attacked by Viltrumites, leading to his people joining the coalition. Uh, basically the Viltrumites attacked his planet. Um, a group of them left and were able to, you know, go and join the coalition of planets. And they started breeding. They stopped breeding and they started like, um, artificially, um, making them right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. Kind of, you know, like like Superman. Yeah. So they, yeah, yeah, just well, like just like Man, Man of Steel. Steel. Yep. Yeah. So they start like genetically modifying these these babies and trying to create the strongest one, right? Um, then that's where we 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 find out that one of the strongest ones they ever made was Alan. Alan the alien. Um, then we get to the present. Alan discusses his findings with the coalition about earth and talking about how Mark is, is their new hope. Um, and that he's going to join the planet and that he, he fought his dad off and with Viltrum, Nolan left earth. Um, some of the other members of the council coalition council, they're like skeptical and they're like, oh, well, we got to discuss this and stuff. Their leader is Thaddeus. He supports Alan. Who is um, voiced by Autobots uh, Roll Out. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Love it. it. Was, yeah, it was voiced by uh, Peter, Peter Cullen. Cullen. And yeah, yeah, I, yeah, dude. When I yeah. saw that, I was like, yes. Um, so yeah, so I just. I was picturing his face and it, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> nope. uh, so he's basically believes Alan and says like, he, he backs him up, but he believes that there's like a, like a, um, a mole mm-hmm. right in the, in the midst. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically tasks Alan with trying to root out the mole. He thinks it's a Viltrumite as a mole in the risk in their ranks. So um, basically Alan goes home hooks up with his girlfriend. So the narrator goes back to earth <laughs> in this episode, which is funny. The narrator goes back to earth and, uh, he's well, like, Oh, let's reason. catch it. Yeah. I saw, <laughs> um, he's like, Oh, let's catch up with, uh, Mark and Amber. And there's, oh, he's so like, cool. Oh, let's go back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Alan and his girl are done. So their deed is passed. They went out to eat some food. Um, and Amber, or, be, yeah. Amber, it's right. Nice. Yeah. Um, so Alan and his girl are eating food at this like restaurant, like this satellite or whatever outside of the planet. They're looking at the planet and, uh, basically his girl's like, well, what did uh, Thaddeus want to talk to you about or whatever? And he's like, I'm not supposed to tell you, but then he's like, oh, okay, I'll tell you. He, they think there's somebody, you know, in the, in the rankings, um, who's a, um, a spy. And just as he's telling her that, I think, what is it? Three Viltrumites show up? Yeah. Trying to ask Basically Alan. Zod and... Yeah. You know, nod. Yes. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So they attack, uh, demanding information about Mark on Earth and uh, and Nolan. Uh, basically, they beat the crap out of Nolan, right? Or out of Alan, right? They rip his eyeball out, right? They break yep, his arm. Sure they rip and his eyeball out. out. Basically, leaving him for dead, dude. Um, then we get Alan back in like a hospital bed, and uh, Thaddeus comes in, and he's like, "Oh, you know, how is he talking to his girl? Asks her to leave, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Alan." And we don't know what's exactly happening, but it looks like he turned down like his life support or something, right? Uh, yeah, I basically like they want you to think that Alan's girlfriend's the mole. But it turns out Thaddeus might be the mole all along. Mm-hmm. It felt like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so back back to Earth. Uh, Mark is in college. And 
this part was funny because uh, <laughs> basically you get a knock at the door. Like he goes back to his room after being with Amber. He's back to his room. If you didn't know him in the first season um, and even at the beginning of this episode, because he's in college, he's like, oh, I don't need like these collectibles and stuff. So he yeah, throws away. Dude. I was like, what are you doing, bro? What yeah. are you doing? Don't throw away your action figures. Bro. Right. Hey, my mom used to throw mine away all the time. I was so mad. Um, so basically Mark throws away like all his action figures, collectibles or whatever. And then he grabs one of them out of the trash. Cause it, it's, you know, significant to him. And it's, it's this character science dog, science dog. Yeah, dog. Basically but in the dog comics, he's known as science dog. I guess there was some, some beef with like Marvel or something that invincible had or something. I don't know, but basically the yeah. dog is, looks like Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. There's a poster so of him. He looks like Doctor Strange with a dog head. <laughs> so basically, there's a knock at the door. <laughs> Opens the door. He's like, "I'm looking for Mark Grayson," and it's uh, <laughs> it's si- it's Seance Dog. And William quickly closes the door. Mark opens the door. He's like, "Who the hell are you?" And he's like, "I'm Seance Dog. I need your help." And then he like basically swoops him out and he starts fighting him. Like up in the sky, like he's like, who real? Who are you really? And he's like, oh, I thought this taking this form would be, you know, beneficial to you. Like, so you, you know, you, you would ex- be warmly embrace me or whatever. Um, basically, um, it turns out he he shows his true form, and he looks like a bug. He's an insectoid alien from the planet Thraxa, who claims his people are in danger. So he's like, okay, Mark, come with me. Mark decides to come and help them. He says the journey will take about six days. Um, calls Amber, tells Amber, like, hey, I'm going to this planet to help these these bug people. Um, as all this is happening, we get Debbie going through some stuff, though. Serious right? stuff. Yeah. You want to get into that a little bit? Um. So basically, where am I? She yeah, gets yeah. this card so, from Red so Rush's Debbie, wife. So Debbie, um, so Red Rush, the Russian speedster, uh, his wife Olga is basically kind of like talking to Debbie and trying to we're trying to work through the you know, lost their husbands and stuff. And she gives Debbie a card that is for a support group for those with superhero spouses. And Debbie joins a group. And she doesn't say anything. And as she's going to her car to leave, this this gentleman in the group starts talking to her. Like, I mean, I wouldn't say he's like flirting with her, but it's just you know he's, he's trying to comfort her. Like she, he can tell she's dealing with some stuff. Yeah, he's trying to help her and stuff. And they go to a bar, and they're talking with each other. And basically, you find out that um, he was he was with the green ghost and this is green ghost's widower mm-hmm. and Debbie, you know, they, they, they're the rule of the group is you don't give your last name. And basically through talking with each other and the way Debbie reacts to it, um, you know, um, she, she was married to Ami man. So, uh, this scene, I don't, I don't, I don't remember a whole, whole lot. Um, but ba- like, based doesn't he like scorn? He like scolds her for everything. Like he, like he says horrible yeah. things to her. 
Yeah, and I mean, she breaks down because she's just like, yeah. you know, he lied to me this whole time too, and da 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 da. And she, he's like, you don't need to come back to group, like, don't come back because a bunch of them lost their spouses to Omni Man, also. You know, you. so yeah, yeah. and then he basically blames like her all these, all the sins of her husband, yeah, um, which is huge. Like Debbie doesn't have anybody. You know, she's seen as a pet. Mark's grown up. Mark's going to college. You know, she she has at this time. Mark is literally about to leave the planet again. About to leave the planet. <laughs> like, like like she was even thinking of moving out of the house and like just moving to a different place to try to like kind of get herself a new life. Um, you know, she even says to Cecil, "Like I don't." So that's want the next money. episode. Oh, that's the next episode. Okay. That's the next one. Let me just finish this one and you can move on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So Debbie is feeling like crap and she, you know, she's uh, basically Mark is about to leave for space. He tells Amber, Hey, tell my mom, I love her and I'll be back basically. And dips out. Right. He travel. he falls asleep on the, the spaceship ride. He gets to the planet. They're like, Oh, like, you know, he's like, Oh, who's your ruler? You know, what is, what do you need help with? All of a sudden, Mark gets out, he walks up, and you hear the voice, Hi, son. And looks up yeah. Omni Man with his arm, you know, hang handed out to uh, you know, and that's how that episode ends. Uh so we're moving on to the final episode because they this season dropped for they dropped four episodes. Just like part one, yeah. So they're going to take a hiatus. So this was the mid-season finale. It was a great mid-season finale. Uh, Brian, do you want me to take it or you got it? You can run through it if you want. I know I, you've uh, been, I've never I had a long day. I would do so my best. You, you um, run through it and I'll, I'll fill in gaps if I have to. So we find out that, that um, Omni-Man is basically the emperor of this planet, of the planet of Mantis. And... <laughs> We find out that after Mark said that I still have you, Dad, that Omni Man flew into space, all the blood burned off of him, and he tried to commit suicide uh, in a black hole. And but instead, he found a Thraxian ship, the, the Mantises, the Mantis people, and he pulled it. Um, he pulled it from going into the black hole. And they basically were so grateful for being saved that they made him their ruler. Mm -hmm. um, and we find out that Nolan has been busy and he <laughs> got busy. <laughs> and, and, uh, and this, this could have only been like maybe a year. I think in the, at one point Mark says he's older than six months. So, oh, so yeah. Okay. So it hasn't been that long. But basically, we find out that Nolan uh, married one of the praying mantis ladies and had a kid with her. And the kid got doesn't look like What's that? Say, got busy. They got busy. Uh, and they have a child that's like basically big purple kind of, <laughs> you know, uh, Viltrumite looking thing. Uh, the kid's name is like Oliver. Am I right about that? I don't know if they re revealed his name, but in the comics is, is Oliver. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, so this kid will have part Viltrumite powers. So the future of this kid, who knows? Um, so we'll because I went into this, you know, show blind and not reading the comics, 
like when I saw this this world of praying mantis, like I thought that they were gonna they wanted to take Mark to be their emperor <laughs> and they wanted to basically uh bite his head off because <laughs> people praying mantis yeah. like you know once they uh once they get some and they get pregnant they you know they bite off the man's head you know <laughs> like I, I thought we were gonna get something like that um but no that doesn't happen obviously um so he knows about you know Nolan's new wife and their child and he's basically like you call my mom a pet and then you go and like have this new woman like we didn't we really didn't matter then right um but Nolan is basically like, I can't go back to Earth. You know, I'm done. I can't do that. That we're seeing we're seeing turns of him him kind of turning good, or at mm-hmm. least trying to. Like trying yeah. to atone for what he did. Um, but he asks for Mark's help in protecting the planet. Uh, but then three Vulture soldiers arrive. Basically, General Zod, Nod, and and uh, whatever the heck Zod's woman's name. Was it like Ursula? Or Ursula, Ursula, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ursula or something like that. Um, basically, uh, Nolan wants, Omni-Man wants Mark's help because in his he's allowed to crossbreed, but only with humanoid-looking people, right? And because, oh, yeah, okay. Because okay. these are like alien insect creatures uh, that he bred with, and they call it like a monstrosity, basically. So basically, uh, the three Viltrumites show up. The first one is, uh, do you know the first one's name? Uh, Zod. <laughs> uh, it's a big black dude. Uh, he basically goes to beat the crap out of um, Black Zod. <laughs> uh, he goes to beat the crap out of Mark, and um, basically, uh, Mark's getting his butt kicked. Omni Man shows up. Like somehow, like cuts dude's guts out, stabs him through a rock, like, and it basically takes off. They go to, they go to fight these other Viltrumites because three of them showed up. So he goes to fight these other ones, and you know, Omni Man's whooping butt on like the one dude. Uh, basically, Invincible has to fight a woman. Uh, I can't remember her name. Um, Craig? Is it Craig? Craig. Crag. Uh, Crag. Crag. Shredder. Uh, Crag. Yeah. Oh, no, Crank. that's... Okay, that's who shows up later. Um, so, basically, it's a woman, and Invincible's fighting her, but she has, like, this long braided ponytail. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. The knife yeah, into cool. it. Yeah. So, it's like a blade at the end? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Uh, you want me to keep going, or you got it? Yeah, you keep going. Okay, so he's fighting her. She's, like, choking him out. She ends up stabbing Mark in the stomach. Omni Man's over here beating dude, like basically squishes his head together where his eyes are like coming out of his head. Um, and like basically he's like about to like crush his skull. And then when he sees his son stabbed, he comes over and fights her. And I, I had to rewind this part because I was watching it and I told my son, I was like, Hey, hey, come here. I was like, This is like a Mortal Kombat move right here, like a fatality. Because <laughs> basically he fights her, grabs her hair, her ponytail pulls her back and like uses his elbow to take off her jaw. Right. And I was like, that is a fatality right there, bro. So like, he's like talking to Mark. He's like, Oh, you're all right, son. Da, 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 da. 
Oh, and before all this happens, though, um, when they return, before the fight even starts, I'm sorry, I go out of order, uh, but this is something very key because Omni-Man is starting to feel remorse and things like that when he returns and he sees a bunch of these creatures laid out and like almost killed and dead on the planet. He goes, he grabs up Mark, even though Mark's just there to like help him. And he goes, mm-hmm. why do I care about these creatures? Right. And basically showing, yes, Omni-Man Changing. has this Changing. like redemption arc coming, you know, you can just Vegeta. feel it. Yes. Vegeta, um, type of vibes you know going on that's what brandon kind of reiterated right um yeah i mean you're getting it and you know you you get it and then basically moving back through the story um so omni man's like dealing with his son he's like are you okay and his son's laying there bleeding out because he got stabbed by that that chick um the viltrumite chick and basically uh as he's like talking to his son the dude that he thought he killed in the cave comes back carrying his own guts stomps on dudes on omni-man's back like breaking his spine and goes goes when uh next time you kill somebody make sure they're dead and then he dies and then he he dies (laughs) oh that killed me that was so funny like (laughs) that was that was funny um uh yes so uh, high ranking general, yeah. Task Mark. Okay, then he, then the guy doesn't even go to Mark. Uh, and say, oh yeah, like, that's where Craig Craig shows up. Yeah, and says like you're gonna do basically what your father was supposed to do. Uh, you will prepare Earth for the invasion, or we're gonna destroy it. Uh, meanwhile, Debbie accepts that the her relationship with Nolan was a lie. She doesn't want the money from Cecil, throws the books out. I, I did say that. But then we leave on this cliffhanger. This is why they w- took Mark's blood. This is what we forgot about. Well, hold on. There's one other thing. As uh, I'm sorry, Omni-Man. Well, no, I know. As I Omni-Man know is like laying there with his, like, his back broken or whatever, talking to Mark. He's like, are you all right? He's like, I'll be okay, you know, whatever. And he's like, read my books. He's telling him to read his books. Oh, like yeah. There's answers or, you know, the things he, you know, write what you know. There's there's going to be some clues in those books. Hmm. And as we see Debbie putting the books out on the curb, taking off. So will Mark be able to even find the books? Uh, you know, that's a whole other story. But that's going cool. back to what you're talking about are you talking about donald yeah okay donald yeah so donald finds this footage so like he he basically finds out long story short he finds out that he died he sees the footage of omni-man ripping his spine out and he decides to test what the heck's going on and why he's back and he stabs himself in the wrist like almost to commit suicide and like as he does it, he doesn't die. And he looks at the at the knife, at the tip of the knife is bent. And he finds out that he is invincible. Okay, so I was under a different impression of that. That he's more like close to like a life model decoy type of deal. Where it's like he's like a robot with like cybernetic skin, you know. 
See, see, I'm with you. I'm with you there because he bled. Yeah, if I he mean, he's truly invincible. Bled. The knife went and went in. Well, like he stabbed himself, he was bleeding. Sure, but it's like the tip of the knife was bent. So that's yeah, that's why I'm thinking. Was it like? Does he have like a metal exoskeleton or frame or something under that? You know, like is he oh. an android or a cybernetic thing? You know, that's what I was under the impression. It could but. be that, or it could be that they're making, like they're using the Vulturemite blood to to heal people mm. and bring them back to life. That yeah, that could be something. I didn't. I haven't. Like I said, I only have a couple issues of the comics, so I haven't. Yeah. You know, I only like read and picked up what I could uh, at the time. So, oh, I'm going to start uh, reading it pretty hardcore, pretty soon. Yeah. Here. So, but that's oh. uh, that's the, wait. Oh, and then the Mullers. Yes, yeah, real quick. Just so then we get Go we return to the Mullers. We yes, get sir. one Muller who is half burnt up, and he you know he gets off the table and he's like, ah, oh, finally, you know, now we can differentiate who the clone is and who's not the clone. And basically, he's making the clone do all the all the work, and he's basically saying that he's like better than the clone and all that stuff, right? And he's like, "Give me another drink." So the clone gives him a drink. He's drinking. And he's like, "Man, you're a clone. You can't even make the orange juice right or whatever." He's like, "Oh, my orange juice is fine. It's like the it's the deadly nanites I put in it, right or whatever." And basically kills kills the original, and now the clone is going to create more clones. So. <laughs> um, and that's where we leave yeah. off, and that is the mid-season finale, uh, the first half of Invincible season two. Uh, Brian's had a long day. I know you got to get out of here. Um, we, we will be coming back. For, we will be coming back for part two when the sure second will. half of the season drops. Uh, we don't know what they say. It's the beginning of next year, but we'll see what happens. Join uh, us yeah. for our next episode. Uh, our next episode. So looking in December here, our next episode, we we might talk Willy Wonka. I think we might. Okay. We might just give like a little uh, little review of that. I'm I'm kind of feeling this Wonka movie. I know it my wife cool. excited it about cool. it. So I think I think it's gonna be pretty good. And then uh, we're gonna do a big. Uh, probably we'll we'll definitely do probably like a two part uh, around Christmas Aquaman episode. Okay. Okay. Because Aquaman Two is coming out, so and then that's think, the, what we're I think we should do a Trolls review, bro. <laughs> trolls review. <laughs> trolls Three, the band together. Yeah. Uh, hey, we'll, I like that. We'll movie. see if it's I can get the time. Just it's a good movie. So. <laughs> we'll see. We'll and if you check out Good Burger and you like it, we might do something on that, right? Yeah, we'll have to talk Good Burger. Yeah, we'll have to talk about Good Burger if I see it. Um, well, thank you, listeners. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. I hope you uh, enjoyed our retrospective breakdown of all Invincible TV shows so far. Uh, you can find BP and the Finch on Facebook at BP and the Finch, at TikTok at BP and the Finch, on what else? Instagram, BP and the Finch. IG. You can find Finch at what, all your stuff. Uh, yeah, on TikTok, uh, Fincherino, I think. Pinterino something, um, Facebook, my name, uh, and uh, yeah, you can find me. Just look me up. Everything's on BP on at Man Shout of Steel for everything. All right, <laughs> Thank thanks, you guys.
And you've been listening to BP and the Fitch. BP and the Fitch. 